0: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome to another show of Ben Frank. Now, I'm your host, Frank, and we have, of course, we're taping for Sunday with Stallings on Saturday. So I got to get the days mixed up. I'm going to sit here rambling and stumbling around because I'm taping for Sunday. But today is Saturday. But hey, we have um, Mr. Carl Williams on and... Mr. Gregory McMullen Brian going to be stopping by soon Just got to wrap up a few things But um, hope everybody's doing good On this beautiful, interesting week I think we're in the last week of August Yes, we are in the last week of August um, It's been an eventful week I am trying to segue over to a sports topics um, show But for some reason Each week News keep popping up I can't. focus. I'm trying to focus on one show because I'm doing this by myself. I mean, with, of course, Millionaire, too, but I'm just kind of doing this by myself. And I was getting things together. Everything was going right. Artwork was ready come up. And boom, we had some more news. And then as you follow me on Facebook page, I throw some bait out there. Everybody's biting. So, you know, we had to jump on the air today. To talk about it, so let me welcome in, Mr. Gregory McMullen. Greg, can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can hear you, sir. Oh, how yeah. you doing, big bro? Good shit, how you doing, buddy? Man, like you said, we trying to segue and talk about some positive stuff, and <laughs> the negativity keep popping up, man. Man, it's killing. It's like whack a mole, remember that little whack a mole? You whack one, another one pop up. You whack one, he's like, damn. Can't be no one, so you put your hand over all of them and then this machine explodes. It's
0: like <laughs> Oh yeah, man. It remind me of my old car I had back in high school. A damn water hole busted up, had a hole in it. I put a duct tape on one a damn hole came up on the other one. I take the duct tape that something else pop up. I'm like, damn. But yeah, it's gonna be a good show, man. Um, Mr. Cara Williams, how you doing, young lady?
2: I'm doing well.
0: Good deal. You you having a good week?
2: It's I'm, I'm here. It's a great week.
0: I understand. I understand. Greg, we missed you last week, man. wish you were here, but I know you had some things you had to take care of, man. But hope everything's going good with both of you guys and guys. Oh, I'm I know sorry. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Stone's going to be stopped by um, later on. He just texted me. But, uh, man, what an interesting week. You know, let's jump right into it. Um, I said something on Facebook. I said something about and we need to go back to um I think a lot of people rather go back to the Jim Crow era, but before we talk about that though, the reason why I ta- said that is because of the shooting that took place um in Kenosha, Wisconsin. I try to reframe myself to look at the video. Then all of a sudden I had to look at it. I told myself I ain't gonna look at it, I ain't gonna look You know what I'm saying? Like it's like the George Floyd. I still haven't seen the whole George Floyd video. I'm not gonna lie to you, I've not watched it from I, I just can't do it yet. But this one, I was like, I ain't gonna do it, I ain't gonna do it, whatever, whatever. Then all of a sudden I
2: watched, I'm like, damn.
0: And I think Greg, you sent me a copy of the video also, and then Takara sent me a copy also, and I'm like, Man, what the hell? No, dude? no,
2: no. No, 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 I didn't because I didn't
1: watch it. Oh, okay. You didn't okay. You, no. But I got so many videos I did, this past I did. week. I, did. I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> I still so did. I watched it and I said, wait a minute. Okay. Okay, that's one truck, two truck, three, four, five police cars. Well, okay, wait a minute, hold on. Exactly. He did I heard gunshots, see people screaming, then I hear more gunshots, and then I'm like, okay, people screaming, he doing it, cops, he doing it, and cops was like, that's like my little brother, he didn't do it. Who you pointing to? You know the white dude? Yep. No, nah, it couldn't be him. I think that's my cousin. Who was it again? Come on, man. I, I and the sad part is, big bro. And as I watched it, because I don't like watching stuff like that. I watched wow. very few of these videos with any killing, not even because it's just him, but any of the killings. The Blake one I did, when I first watched that one, I didn't know what was going on. I thought it was a, it popped up on World Star, And I was like, what is this? I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. And then I went and when I'm watching, I said, what? I said, oh, hell no. Nah. I wasn't trying to like. That doesn't intrigue me. I don't like watching people dying because that's not something that should be normalized. So I'm not really a big fan of it, you know. But when I saw this video, because everything kept popping up, Kenosha, Kenosha shooting, seventeen year old, da da da. I'm just like, what the hell are they talking? To? Click on it. And I'm just like, oh, oh, oh. Hmm. Mm. And sure as day, what happened? Everybody come rushing to his aid and talking about that uh that that privilege that white privilege you know that that don't that non-existing factor the, the you know rushing to his aid and it's just like there's never going to there's never going to be people that see stuff so clear-cut and still have an understanding that wrong is wrong no matter who commits the atrocity wrong is wrong and like i just said before we even got onto this they set up a christian-based organization set up a GoFundMe and raise almost $80,000 for legal fees. 80 grand. That's how much they're willing. I mean, it's almost, it's like the same thing with police, but yet yeah, he's not even a police officer. They pay to protect their own. Yeah. And yet you look back at a mark uh, 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 a case that kind of similar to this instance. You had a, uh, 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 a young man by the name of Tamir Rice who was playing with a BB gun and to show you how misinformation happens, you listen to what they talked about. You had a caller call in about that young man who was, I believe, 12 or 13. Oh, I think he's playing with a gun. I don't think it's real, but just go tell him that that's not okay to play with that gun. This is the, this is what the police recording from dispatch was relayed. I don't think it's real. Just go tell him like he shouldn't be pointing at people because people are scared. Another caller, hey, I think this kid is playing with a BB gun. He looks very young he shouldn't be playing with a BB gun. Y'all should go tell him. These are facts. People who don't believe it can actually go back and they can listen to the dispatch saying like, okay, we'll let such and such uh, Cleveland Police Department know, no problem. And within five seconds of that police car rolling it up, the officer jumped out the car. The car was still rolling. Go check the video. The car was still rolling. The police car was still rolling. And that young man got shot dead and yet, officer didn't get in trouble justify oops we forgot to relay the information because it was on a different call log and this that and the third and instead of firing that officer getting them in trouble they pay i think four million i think they paid four million dollars
2: for a wrongful death And i think they suspended the dispatcher or fired the dispatcher
1: yeah, the exactly i think they suspended or fired because they didn't relay the proper information but it's like no y'all just point the blame on the person who takes the call but the fact is, even in the first call, it was relayed. I think it's a BB gun, but he's scaring people because he pointed at them and people don't know if it's real or fake, but I think it's not real. So even the message that received from the first call was accurate, you know, but let's fast forward. Now, you got a young kid who traveled across state lines with a rifle.
0: His mom also emphasized his mom.
1: His mama. His mama decided I'm gonna drop my baby off to be a a, a, a Batman.
0: <laughs> be what Batman?
1: <laughs> and, and, and and aided him in his crime by saying, "Yeah, load up your AR-15. You're not supposed to have. Drive your across state line. And I'm gonna drop you wherever in the midst of all this nonsense. And I'm going And go then home. when something happened, you know what? What? When he was defending is. Wait a minute. So you telling me? He went into the fire and didn't expect to get burned, didn't want to cry Whoop! No, they don't know. And that's what all of these people
2: are doing because Trump's speech is pretty much condoning it. And you got to be careful with that, though, Greg, because that's that's another tenet that they're using or premise and saying, oh, well, if these looters and these rioters weren't out there, he would have never felt the need to go um, show pride in his community and to bear arms.
1: Hey, but you know what's funny when I tell people that? Hell, we got wars going around. There's wars going on in this world. They can just join. They want to go shoot some shit. Go over to Iraq and Afghanistan and, <laughs> and all these other places. They want to go. I, I see their ass ain't going over there. Right. If they want to be Call of Duty warfare up. Shit, take your ass across the seat, Join the military. Do it the proper way. You know, but my thing is, like you just said, the car that, that's just crazy. It's like they. Want to find every avenue because let's take there was a case in omaha i'm from i'm in lincoln nebraska in omaha there was a young man who was defending his bar who wasn't supposed to have the gun ended up killing i don't know if it was one or two but i know for sure it was one and they pretty much said it was self-defense because he was knocked to the ground and this that and the third but my thing is as a citizen and as police officers say to us if we watching somebody with a gun and they're using it are we supposed to be innocent bystanders and that bystander effect? Or are we supposed to say, you know what? I'm going to try my best to take hold of the situation because it could get out of hand because hmm, we are in America where there's a lot of mass shootings going on. <laughs> we are in a place where gun violence is heavy. So if I see somebody with a gun and I'm behind them and I sneak up on them and try to subdue them into take the weapon, I'm, I feel like I'm doing my my duty as a civilian to stop a threat. Or should I just go and run and hide and just say hell he just shooting everybody I didn't want to try to help I mean that that's the situation we're in. So you know, go ahead
0: I'm sorry go, go ahead no, sorry no, no, Frank no, no I was really gonna take y'all back in the past because I want to get refreshing up I mean like I said I'm learning from you guys and my bad for not doing my homework because I didn't know he gonna throw that name out there but give me the rundown about Tamara Rice I I know. I don't know what happened. I know the young man got killed, so I'm gonna say I don't know what. I don't know. No, I don't know the truth, the logistics about everything. But what happened with that that situation?
1: Um, what, it was two, a twelve huh? year old boy okay. in Cleveland, Ohio, okay. and he was walking around this neighborhood with a BB gun. The BB gun was all black, and the orange piece that's typically on the end of most airsoft guns, it wasn't on there. So it just looked like a regular handgun. A person called police dispatch and said, "Hey, there's a kid out here. He looks young. He's playing with a BB gun. I'm pretty sure it's a BB gun, but he's pointing it at people and it's scaring them. Can you just have an officer go out there and kind of tell him like that's not the way to do things? That's not right because you're scaring people." That was the first call. Another person called and said, Hey, a kid's out here playing with a BB gun. You should tell him to cut it out because it looks real and he shouldn't be doing that. So the first call went out and the officer received it. They went to go see where he was at. Tamir was at a, uh, Mr. Rice was at a, a park, sitting down at the park, just, you know, he didn't know somebody called the police on him. And as the police rolled up, They never received a second phone call to pretty much reaffirm, hey, it's a BB gun. Just proceed with caution, but it's a BB gun. Just tell them to cut it out. So by the time they got up to the park, the officer, it was a camera at the park. I don't know if the officer knew it was a camera, but the the officer rolled up. And by the time he jumped out the car, he didn't even like. Oh, great. You hit your mute. He, hello? Hey, you hit your mute button. Go ahead. Okay. He got out and shot the young boy. Damn. Within five seconds, if you watched the video of it, from the time the officer pulled up into the frame of the video to the time he was shot, it was a matter of, I think, five seconds. It wasn't no put your hands up, drop the gun. It wasn't pull your gun out. It was straight pop, pop, pop. Gone. And
0: you know what? And I see why blacks are... Um, I see why black folks are pissed off because we are getting, you know, everybody like, well, why didn't you comply? Why didn't you comply? Their rebuttal for this case is what? Why was he out there playing with the gun? Is that what it is? Yep. Yeah. And why I mean, they, I mean, white people. I'm just be flat out honest and blunt with it. So, I'm just getting sick and tired having I'm um, hearing that, hearing white folks want uh, black people to justify every damn thing that happens when it comes to these type of situations. And I'm thank you for um, filling me in about that. Go ahead, Takar. I'm sorry to cut you off.
2: It's okay, because I've now forgotten what I was going to say.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, but the thing is,
1: Frank, there's so much of this that goes on out there. And one thing I will say to challenge white people is a lot of white – I've seen a video – to play devil's advocate. i seen a video of a white 17-year-old kid who police was sitting on for selling drugs. He was selling dime bags of weed, high school kid. Selling dime bags of weed. He wasn't no gang banger. He was just selling weed to his little friend. They set up a sting operation. And I'm going to find an article sent to send to you. They set up a sting operation. And he went to go sell drugs to an undercover. He went back to his car and they went to bust him. And when they went to bust him, like anybody, he thinking like, oh, this sold to one of my friends. It's no big deal. He ended up getting busted. And when the police came out with their guns drawn from my point of view, and like I said, I can find a video and send it to you. The boy seemed to me like he got startled. Like he was like, Oh shit. And when he saw them, he took off. Mind you, the cops was coming straight forward towards his vehicle. The young man, when he took off, he hit a sharp, right. Trying to leave out of the parking lot. And this is where I say this, this is where the gray area come in at that same officer. I feel like, tr- in my opinion, and I'll send you the video, and you can judge for yourself, I feel like he put himself in harm's way just so he can say he had a justified shooting because, in my opinion, if I'm in front of a vehicle and that vehicle make a sharp right away from me and you're chasing after it, trying to put yourself in front of it, he- you're why? You know who the kid is. He didn't have no weapons because y'all – you know, y'all just sold drugs. He just sold drugs to y'all, and y'all was talking. He's like, I ain't got no weapons. And then the officer ended up killing him, struck him three times in the head, and it was considered justified. But my thing is, white people see stuff like that: unarmed white kid just sold some weed. Well, he should have been selling weed, but it's like they do the same thing to their own. Because in my opinion, he didn't have no reason to die because he was selling dime bags of weed. And which, like, I'm
0: sorry, which case was this? Because I'm, I had to walk out. Of- Walk away real fast. Which which individual was this?
1: Uh, no, this is a uh, this is about this uh, this white boy. He uh, was selling weed to his classmates, and they set up a sting operation. And the police end up killing him as he was driving away from them. And there's video of it. And I, like I said, I'm gonna find a video and send it to you. But my thing is, white people, their kids and stuff, or youth and, and adults are getting killed that are unarmed, and yet they don't get mad about it, like hundred percent in the right no matter what they just be like oh he should not have been selling weed wait a minute he shouldn't have died <laughs> you know that's the bigger question why are you guys and this, somebody wrote a post about this why are white people so content with the outcome that happened instead of being just as mad as black folks because exactly. that's my thing if, if we took the same situation where a white kid got killed i feel like white people are programmed to find an excuse to why well like let's take the white boy that killed all those Told two people. Well, he was there. Like they find every excuse. It's like why y'all keep finding excuses instead of accepting the reality. And that's the same thing on your page when you post stuff. People be missing the point. I be like, sit. I be saying stuff in a very simple way, and they still talk about stuff that don't even. I'm like, I'm not even talking about that. Why are you bringing up military expression? I never talked about that. Like, (laughs) where's
0: Yeah. Oh my god, I can keep going. Yeah, honors. Yeah, um so during um George well George Zimmer, he killed um what's young Trayvon man? Martin. Trayvon Martin. Trayvon Martin. Where was outrage there? What was I mean, there was protest, right? That's when the BLM came about. Am I correct? That's what I think I read. That's when it came about was during the Trayvon Martin issue. Or was were right they before that? anybody know yes no
1: say it again i couldn't hear you I when when did
0: to... yeah when did blm come about when did they start marching and protesting was that during the um trayvon martin episode yeah okay
1: uh, yeah. that's when it became sort of the beginning
0: so where was a re- what was a rebuttal like then when that um took place do you remember it was a
1: some rebuttal other than like what did the people what the people were saying yes same thing. Same sentiment. It was like anything. Well, he shouldn't have been running. He shouldn't have presented himself as a criminal. He should have been wearing a hoodie. That's where that slogan came in. And Like, damn, I can't wear a hoodie. Like, I mean, I remember because I was in high school, and I told this to one of the ladies that was at my, one of the girls that was in my class, and her dad was the police captain. And, I, and we used to have these things called, so what, in my religious class, and it was basically a way for us to postpone class a little bit and talk about current events and stuff. And I brought it up in our so what discussion, and Miss nobody knew about it because it didn't make waves yet. And I kind of told him like, "Hey, this young black kid was walking through a very you know gated community, very rich neighborhood, and somebody pursued him and end up killing him, and all they found on him was Skittles in a in the Arizona tea." And I said. The thing is, that person didn't get charged, arrested, or nothing. And the young lady was like, that's impossible. The police wouldn't let that happen. I said, huh? Mind you, her dad's the police captain. I know him. They're good people, whatever. But it was like she couldn't grasp that that could actually happen. So fast forward to when they found the guy not guilty, she still tried to find a reason. Like, well, maybe I'm like, look, even during that trial, you had people who lived in those places said, We heard a young man, not an older man, not a Hispanic man. We heard a young man scream for help Mm. several times, Mm. and yet he still got acquitted. Mm. How the hell do you hear somebody scream for help, and you got witnesses that said that sounded like a young man, but then somehow he killed this man, point-blank range, and walked free like nothing happened? Mm. So is this a black, Do you feel this
0: is a black and white issue? Is this a, um, is this a law and order issue? I mean, because uh, let me backtrack what I said. I said white people, there's white people that. Not all white folks, you know. There's a lot of white folks do agree with the minority side on certain situations and actions that have happened, so I need to backtrack my statement on that. As in there's some blacks that kind of agree that um, situation should have happened, especially this past week when um, Blake was shot. What seven times in the back? Yep. How is that justifiable? After looking at the video, you know, I went on Facebook and I said, "Hey, maybe he should have complied." And then I started thinking. Then I started reading, watching the video again. And I'm like, "Damn, no, he! What the hell, you know?" And then you sent me a video about another incident when um, the guy was in the truck. Oh, you, yeah. yeah, you saw that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I'm like, damn, you know that dude got a fair. You know he he not get touched at all. So I, I don't I don't know. I am really confused on this situation. You know I really am. Um, could have been a better way of handling this. Yes, but seven times, and I didn't realize there was kids in the car too. It. I don't know. Um. I don't know. It seems like every month we're always saying something about proper training. This shouldn't have been done. It started to become a reoccurrence every single month. You know, and if I put myself in that situation, hell, I'm a six foot five, three hundred and seventy pound now, black man. And, um if I get pulled over, I know what's going on in this world. I know what's been going on. Am I gonna be scared? You damn wrong right be scared, you know? But I'm not gonna put I'm not going to do anything to put myself in jeopardy of like, you know, not being able to go home and see my family or friends or talking to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to comply with the officer. Hell, I probably put my hands on the steering wheel, you know, very submissive. Look, letting everybody, let them know, Hey, you know, I'm I'm going to comply with anything you say. Why didn't Blake just comply? Why he had to go to his car that right there as an officer, I can see why he shot him, but People want to argue with me about that, which they rightfully so and make good points. What are you supposed to do? Let him go to his car? You didn't know what he's grabbing for in the car. How can you defend that?
1: So we got 10,000 different reports. Yeah. So this is my thing. When we watched the video and we got now eyewitness account from two different neighbors one who was ex-law enforcement. The other one who's been a long-term resident. And this is my thing. If the police is called and they said people were fighting, there's a disruption, a disturbance, okay, police respond. Similar situation. If Mr. Blake was part of the altercation and they wanted to speak with him, okay, okay. Or was Mr. Blake the target of that phone call where they are like, hey, Mr. Blake, a black guy, this, that, and the third, described him perfectly. He's out here beating up on somebody or doing this or doing that. We don't know. And then he was the focus of why they were there because he was committing a crime. And then when they try to approach him, he basically became belligerent towards them. Then, yes, those do tell two different stories. Because if they were there because of him, because somebody called that knew him and said, hey, he's committing this crime, he's doing X, Y, and Z, and then he failed to comply and failed to obey the the actual criminal charges of disobeying a lawful order. (laughs) Sounds like something my mother would do. But at the same time, if he was the one, according to eyewitnesses, he wasn't even in the altercation. He was breaking it up. And then the police came and was like, you better not move because we know who you are. We didn't deal with you before because of, uh, as, as they would say, your past criminal history. Okay, if he like, I ain't got shit to do with this. I'm out of here. Fuck no, y'all ain't about to get me. I ain't do it. I'm gone. Nor the hell you went. Get your ass back here pulling out guns. And he like, I ain't even do shit. What the hell you doing? Yeah. And then pop, 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 pop. Okay. <laughs> you see what I mean? It, it's like, there's something in the human psyche that doesn't allow certain things to happen the way we think it should happen because people always say you've got to comply and listen yeah, <laughs> yeah if we all complied and listen we would have never gotten in trouble with our mom and dad our teachers our grandparents like it ain't normal for people just to comply by default like it's that's not a normal how many times has your boss said complete this or do this or do that and you kind of just uh I'm going to get it done. I ain't going to listen to you right away, whatever. Like, I get it done on my time, like, until it's crunch time, and then you buckle down, and you know you do what you got to do. But my thing is, people make it seem like being – and I'm going to use the word submissive or or less than. People think that that's the norm when it's not, because at the end of the day, you can say what you like, but there's people – who be in that situation? Like I, I sent you that video. Th- there was a white guy cussing out the cops saying he's gonna kill him and do all this, that, and the third. The police didn't shoot him. He was threatening. <laughs> he was in his truck. You don't know what was on the other side of that truck. The police couldn't see in it because it was bolted, it was kind of lifted high. And just like the other incident I sent you, white girl, female officer telling this guy with a knife in his hand put the knife down, and he ended up chasing her, trying to stab her, and she shot him one time in the leg. So my thing is, we can always show situations that are very similar, but the root of it all is he just should have complied. Well, there's been a lot of people I can tell you, like, three off the top of my head, that did comply and still got murdered. So what, yeah. what's the, there's, there? you know, may I remind you, Philando Castillo, like, in front of his daughter in the backseat? Hey, I'm a licensed gun owner. You told me to reach for my license. I'm going to do what you said, officer. I'm not like, we're good. We're not doing nothing. Shot dead in front of his his wife and his kids, but all he needed to do was comply. And guess what? People still found an excuse. Maybe he should have had it in a lockbox. Oh, come on, man. But my point is, when we look at that video, it's hard to say exactly 100% what happened. All we can do is speculate because I didn't see videos online where they like, look, he got a knife in his hand. No, those were sunglasses, guy. What are you, what are you talking about? Also, oh, the they,
0: they were sunglasses.
1: Yeah, the police sent out, on a. on re- uh, it was a police report, not a police report, i let me rephrase, the media outlet from there sent out a report that said they did not find no gun on him or in his vehicle, all he had was a knife in his vehicle. That's the last I heard because, like I said, I don't keep up with this stuff like, oh my God, let me see what's going on. Oh, uh, next right. No, I just simply wait till everything come out, and when they finally make something available, I'll read it. And that same article, they talked to the neighbor who was a lifelong resident there, and they talked to an ex-law enforcement guy who was also there to witness it, and the police department there released a statement that said all they did was found a knife. But my thing is, we would never actually know what goes through somebody's mind and stuff. That's why I don't – I always say this. I don't knock what police officers do, but my thing is don't become a police officer if you're going to be gun crazy. If you're going to be, oh, I'm going to shoot first and figure out what's going on. Because in that case, then, y'all just – y'all judge, jury, executioner. Y'all, y'all don't – you know, oh, I went to that back alley. I didn't know what was going on. I got scared. Oh, I shot. Oops, I killed somebody. <laughs> That's it because – oh, well, he justifiably fired his weapon because he felt threatened, because he felt scared. I mean, come on now. Like, that that, that right there don't make sense, and that's why a lot of people hate these stand-your-ground laws is because that gives citizens the same firepower as police officers, and I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right at all because now you got people, like you said, trying to be vigilante, Batman and shit, who putting themselves in danger just so they can cry wolf when they do something, you know, that ain't, that ain't cool, you know, and that's just my take on it. And like I said, I don't know what that man, why he didn't comply, why he didn't obey that lawful order, but I just know that seven times in the back and all you recover from the – and they didn't say where – and that's the thing about it. They didn't say where the knife was located. They just said, oh, we recovered the knife from inside the vehicle as if – Exactly. Like, you know, like it was on the-
0: – like it was on a driver's seat or somewhere.
1: Underneath the driver's seat, and he could have swiped. Like You know what I mean? They could have found it in a trunk for all we know. Exactly right. <laughs> but that's my take on the big brother.
2: So a couple things. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Okay. So a couple of things is when the 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 first call that came in was regarding, I guess a female called and said there was a male who was not supposed to be there. She gave his whole name he already had a warrant out for his arrest for a domestic violence situation earlier in the year. So that's when they when they pulled up and they said they knew who he was. That's how they knew who he was. Um So he, he did have a warrant out for his arrest. Um He did have a knife in the car. The one issue, I've not seen the video. So I'm only going by what I've heard. Um There were more than two of the three police officers out there, correct?
1: Yeah, it was like Okay.
2: So my whole thing is from the description that I've gotten is that he had more than they had more than enough time to tackle him to use some other type of t- tactical move or display of force rather than seven shots in his back. Um, the only thing I've seen is a steal of them grabbing from his shirt. That's the only thing that I've, that I've seen is a picture. So I do think that if they they allowed it to go too far, um, but he had a warrant for his arrest for domestic violence. The sad part is the girl who called knew that um, because it was domestic violence against her. Um, and I think sometimes we have to stop before we call the police. Um, sometimes is is this worthy of a nine one one call? Or can I get someone in my family to handle it? Because the other thing I've heard about the video is, was the girl, was there a woman saying, no, 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 don't do it, or something like that to the police officers?
1: I believe, yeah, well, the video, you should watch it because it's so hard, because I only saw like a little small, like I said, I saw it by accident. It was on Worldstar. So it wasn't like, they showed me from the vantage points I've seen, it was like the police was on the opposite side of his car talking to him. And then you see him kind of, I didn't even know the police had a gun in his hand. I don't know if he pulled it out already. It was already out. I i don't, I can't even tell. All all I know is he walks around in front of his vehicle to the driver's side door. And I see the police kind of running after him, grabbing his shirt. And then I see him like getting ready, like, like he was about to go into his car. And all you see is like, you see like the six, seven shot. So, like, it's a, <laughs> I don't even know.
2: So, for, for me, uh, let me explain why I don't watch the videos. Um, we have a sordid history with, um, you said, you kind of mentioned it earlier, about making death, um, nor- normalizing death. And the other reason why I don't do it is if you look back in our history, in America's history, when they were lynching people, it was a spectator show. Like people came and like took photos and bought postcards and mailed those postcards to family members. And it was a control mechanism. And I do feel like to a point, even though these shootings and killings are happening, that it is still a control mechanism, the way that we view them, because we see them, we see what's happening to us. But then on the other end, people who agree with the officers or the, the use of lethal force, um, without proper protocols as a control mechanism as well to say, hey, that person still gets off, so do what you do. So I struggle with, yeah, I want to know what's going on. However, for my own psyche, I, I won't do it. Like, I just can't watch another person die.
1: Mm-hmm. No, that makes perfect sense. And, yeah. and I find it strange, like you said about me, I, I say I think we find a way to make that normal. But the fact that you brought up what they did back during jim crow era and before that when they were lynching people setting them on fire let me say i'm say people black people when they were lynching them setting them on fire and doing all kind of stuff it's weird that we post death as if no regard to the victim like like and, and, and obviously people can say it's a different comparison but you don't post stuff about any other type of crime that's been recorded But, yeah, we post the most severe, heinous thing a person could do, which is kill somebody. And we post it online, like, no big deal. And then that's when you got people who, see, the cops killed that N-word. He was justified. Like, then you got people running away with it. And I think, like, now that's an issue because people who get off on that kind of stuff, now they got all kind of videos. I mean, it's like, oh, which one do I want to watch today? Okay, we got this, that. Okay, we got hell we got a 175 different videos we can watch black people getting killed and it's like that's to me I find it weird that we even allow that stuff to be out there and obviously you can't censor it you know but to some regards I feel like that's how you make it the normal because you see it and be like oh okay another one it's like well you know no? that's weird well we got Mr. Stallings
0: here right now you know he finally joined the show so um
3: Actually, bro, I've for the last <laughs> five minutes. Um, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there watching my man like, you know, Rocky's his baby asleep. I'm like, man, this is this
0: is beautiful. I know man, uh, got uh, dealing with the teeth now, man. She cutting teeth in sp- oh you got a fever there, yeah, that right there, man. I could take some
3: some remedies that, that I have to
0: no, no, that might CPS my friend. Oh no, the alcohol and uh, yeah. yeah, rubbing alcohol is yeah, I already right, know.
3: Yeah, we what rubbing alcohol, no, no, man. No, it was know,
0: alcohol, oh, alcohol in the teeth. Yeah, I'm talking about to cut the fever though, so rubbing alcohol <laughs> alcohol. But yeah. <laughs> hey man, you hearing the topic we're talking about though, and um what's your take, B? Man, I I still hold hold to the same thing that i felt even
3: since the uh, you know, these other issues, um, what you guided, man, is there's a disconnect between white officers and black males specifically. Um, you know, the, the narrative that's presented is that black people don't like cops and white cops hate black people. Mm. So when you put those two together, you have a very contentious situation. Um, and so the the unfortunate thing is, is that you're comparing, like, oh, yeah, but white boy do this, da, da 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 da. Well, there's not a narrative out there talking about white people killing cops or hating cops. You don't hear about. It. There might be small pockets here and there that might talk about, I hey, hate, you know, whatever. But you do know, But you know, there's not songs about it. There's not like people on TV and talking about. It, you know what I'm saying? So. So there's that narrative that's not there, um, but it's kind of like this here. Like I thought, I the most the most uh, feared breed of dog that's out there is the pit bull. Okay, pit bulls are really nice dogs. They're very very nice, good dogs, but they have gotten a they've gotten a, a reputation of being aggressive because those are the dogs that people tend to want. Yep. You know, when it comes to dog fighting. Yep. And okay. so people got this reputation in their head that this is what it is. So, like, you can be walking down the street and somebody's pit bull, and this this actually happened to me, you know, a couple years ago, where in my neighborhood there's a loose dog. It was a loose pit bull. Um, and walking in the neighborhood, I freaked out. I'm like, oh, snap, no. Nah. I got back in my car, you know, and I just sat there, like, waiting until he found his way back where he's going, you know, because in my mind, I'm like, that's a pit bull. That pit bull can do some damage to you. Mm-hmm. It's the same kind of fear that you have. That I do believe that black people have when we get pulled over is that oh, I already know what they're capable of. I already know what they think about me because when I get pulled over, I don't feel comfortable. I am scared. I don't know what's going on. When they ask my driver's license and they see oh six five three hundred twenty pound oh, oh this is a big boy. You know what I'm saying? Now now it's like okay like if I if I need to. Handcuff this dude, he might, you know, he might get with me, you know what I'm saying? So I need to get be real quick with my gun, you know, so, like, there's that fear. But then the flip side, there's a the fear of, a, of a, you know, I mean, I mean there, there's that fear on both sides. And I think that that's what's happening, is that, because I remember, he made a very good point, because um, I feel the same way when it comes to education, but he made the point where he said, one of the problems that we're having is, is that you're having cops from different communities, you know, outside communities coming and policing our community. There's no relationship building. We don't know who you are. You coming in here, you, you, don't, know, you don't know, like, you know, hey, this, uh, this is what the kids do, you know, on Saturday nights. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, come be a part of the community. Come and play basketball with us. Come and, you know, hang out with us and talk to us and do something with us outside of this coming and policing us. And so, like, there's no relationship building. The same thing you have when it comes to, you know, like I said, the education, you know, you know, you can have, you know, you, you can you can have a urban or predominantly black and brown school. But then you got teachers that come in from suburban high. You know, come from the suburbs who don't really truly relate with those kids. And so therefore they come in with their with their perceived thoughts of these kids and they teach them in that way you know, and these kids, you know, whether they understand racism or not, depending on what age they are, they already have a perceived thought that, oh, this is a white teacher. Oh, well, she's racist. You hear it all the time. Like, oh, she's racist. You know, so it's like Mm -hmm. if we are going to allow to keep having this racial divide or keep ourselves separated um, and not be able to come out of our own personal comfort zone to come and address and come and talk and, and be able to Relate with each other, um, or relate with other people that don't look like us. then I mean, yeah, we're gonna keep having these situations. All we got to do, all we have to to live off of you know, this fear. this fear has been perpetuated by not just the media, but this fear has always been perpetuated by, you know, black culture. Yes, you know, what I'm saying, like, like I said like a couple of episodes ago, like you know, we talked about this, like you know, Ice Cube, you know, came out with that song, you know, Cop Killer. Then you know, N.W.A. came out with you know, After Police, and then. And you got you know ever since then you start having like every little other little references talking about you know a you know, uh, uh, public enemy you know what I'm saying like there's all these references that the police are against us so that's, indoctr- that's indoctrinated into our brain and cops know this you know and so now we have situations where you know nobody trusts anybody so let me ask
0: you this also be why do um I don't say a majority but why do a few White Americans think blacks aren't patriotic. Because I'm starting to notice because patriotics kind of tie in with law enforcement. Why is this stick the stigma of blacks don't believe in being patriotic? They don't believe in American flag, blah, 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 all that bullshit nonsense, you know? Why is they feel that we like we're United States of America. How the hell we can't be patriotic? I celebrate Fourth of July why is that stigma upon black folks in the eyes of america i mean uh, in the eyes of whites
3: I, I look at that simply as ignorance if if you don't understand the historical the, the, the history that black people have have had with this country then you don't get it you won't get it perfect example i remember um when Obama, when Obama was uh, was elected, no, he's even before. I think I think when he when he got the nomination, um, uh, uh, Michelle Obama had made a comment saying that this is the first time in her adult life that she was proud of her country. You know, for the you know for the fact that they're acknowledging a black man, you know, to be this president. I mean, like, and like there's a whole bunch of up. Uh, or like, oh my gosh, how could she say this is a person of her country and this, that, whatever, and black folks, we understood. We we understood exactly what she was saying because for all this time, we've always felt alienated. None of us ever thought that it would ever be possible that a black person, or or if you want to call them biracial, anybody other than a non-white male would ever become president. So the fact that the country collectively had elected him as president that was like a sense of pride. And so, like, if you are not a part of that bubble to where you've had that, that experience uh, or those past experiences, then, yeah, you don't get it. So, like, the idea of patriotism, you know, we you, know, you have these preconceived thoughts of what a, what a patriotism looks like, you know. And, and I think a lot of people who make those comments that Black women are not patriotic is because that they think, like, okay, if you're patriotic, this is how you're supposed to act. This is how you're supposed to dress. This is how you're supposed to carry yourself. And why? Because that's how the white male view of patriotism is. So anytime you break away from that, then no, you're not following the lines of what we think patriotism is. You are now unpatriotic.
0: And another thing I'm getting is in response to this past week current events, this is getting thrown up a lot. Individuals like to say, Words of outrage for Chicago when black owned black killings happening. Why is that always the subject when there's a killing with the black man in America? They always want to refer back to Chicago.
1: I actually had before you even go ask that question, I was gonna ask a question to the group is we are Great. Great.
0: Great. You muted, Greg. You mute yourself again, bud. Mute or Greg, bro. I need to at the screen. <laughs> back to places
1: like uh, Chicago hey, hey, Greg, Greg Greg, Greg, Greg,
0: football. Greg, Greg, people there, and Greg, start back. Oh, you muted yourself, bud.
1: Oh, I hate this phone. I need a new phone. He was on the roll, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you, you were. were. Uh, but we always talk about. Like that's like the focal point for whenever somebody want to say something. Like, what about all the black on black crime in Chicago? Chicago need to do better. This, that, and the third. But what I don't get is, if we, they're funded heavily, and if we had, if the police there was doing their job, I'm not saying that there are or aren't, but if they were doing their job better, wouldn't it be less killings and less murders and less of that stuff that we look at as the focal point for all this stuff that goes on in this world? I mean, because like I look on the news sometimes, and it was like, oh, it was 87 shootings, and I'm just like, 87 people got shot? <laughs> and the first thing I think about is, okay, 87 people got shot, Chicago kind of big, but all the area that they talk about at the South Side, where the police at? So my thing is, this is how I feel, all your heavily black neighborhoods, Compton, uh uh miami-dade county areas in there uh uh, atlanta all these heavily populated areas we hear about all these black killings and stuff okay so basically the police is like uh we ain't gonna do nothing that's black on black we ain't go (laughs) (laughs) we ain't about to deal with that because if the police is there to stop the prevention of crime but somehow chicago has the highest gun violence hmm can't you can't you solve that gun violence somebody gotta be shooting can't you go? Like that's what I'm just trying to figure out. If if Chicago, which it ain't, if Chicago sometimes be having a 200 people shot in the weekend. Yeah. I mean, and people be like, oh, they call it Chirac. How you call something a war zone that's in America? But yeah, we ain't doing shit about it. Exactly. So my question to y'all is: Do y'all think the police force is really underfunded, or they just don't give a damn? Because it's like, huh, them black folks, whatever. Because. If this happened in the Hamptons, but if this happened, you know, in one of them affluent neighborhoods, hell, you don't even gotta hear a shooting. It could be a loud argument, and the police don't beat it to swabble that with like five cars. So my but thing you is, to, do y'all think they're allowing to, it?
3: But you have to put somebody in context, so When you talk about if you when you if you want to compare and say this stuff that's happening in the Hamptons, Beverly Hills, you know, wherever, you have to understand too that typically people who are in the hamptons or whatever they they come from money so therefore somebody somebody care you know they they people they're going to be people who are actually care about their lives because they come from money okay a lot of these shootings that are happening in our in our urban neighborhoods a lot of times they're related to each other there's a lot a lot of these shootings are drug related gang related so let's be completely honest let's be completely honest like the people who actually care about two drug dealers shooting out with each other and killing each other, honestly, the people who care about that are they families, right? Um, but like you know, if, if if I'm in my house and I'm terrified the fact that you know every time I go outside, you know there's all these issues, you know, you know dudes selling drugs. Like, like yo, they gone. You know what I'm saying? But the problem is that once one dies, another one put another two pops in. It. And, and, and it's, a, it's a sign of poverty. That's, that's what poverty does to you, you know, poverty and greed. So, you know, like, yeah, you have all these shootings, and people bring that up because I mean, we can't. It's a valid point. Let's keep it real. It's a valid point that you know we talk about Black Lives Matter, but then yet there are people in Chicago who there they are they are addressing that issue. But the problem is, is that if I'm on the outside and you're yelling at me talking about, you know, I'm the reason why, <clears throat> you know, black people are dying you're blaming me, you're blaming me, you're killing black people, the people the police are killing black people, no, 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 no. but then I look behind you and I see you killing yourself or you mm-hmm. killing other people that look like you, and it's like I'm not even taking you serious right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like we the kickback I get, you know, I hear is it. like, you know, well, you are you are uh, you are someone who took a job, took an oath at this position, and you shouldn't be killed. I get all that, but let's keep it re- in reality. The fact of the matter is, is that on a higher purpo- on a, a higher rate, okay, there are black people in, all around the country that are killing the are we are killing ourselves over a cop killing a black. Man. So therefore, it's like. They're they're looking at us like we're not taking y'all serious, because look at how y'all treat yourselves. Y'all treat yourselves like garbage. Why why should we care? You know what I'm saying? Like 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 we like we don't we don't like as a whole. A lot of us don't conduct ourselves as as civil people. You know what I'm saying? You can go and and, and that's the, and that and that's the thing. Because I think Frank, you're gonna get into this talking about you know what how you like your coffee and all that stuff. Yeah yeah. But like yeah. but like the there are certain pockets within the black community, you know, they glorify the being a nigga. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Being mm-hmm. ignorant, You know, being, you know, and, and so and so when you when you live in that life, you clearly are not valuing valuing yourself. So therefore if you don't value yourself, why would anybody else value? You? So you get shot by a police officers and they looking like you're just another nigga. You know what I'm that's the only time we don't want to be a nigga
1: is when a cop is talk to you. Exactly. But see, the thing is with that narrative that that's not this. this hmm, what I'm saying is, if my job as a police officer is to serve and protect, I don't care what the area it is. I'm supposed to serve and protect. I'm not supposed to say, "Well, since y'all don't care about y'all, sales and shit, whatever." I mean, my thing is, if we as a country talk about police serve and protect. And yet, we always go back to these hot zone areas that have a whole bunch of killings, and yet nothing's really being done about it because it was happening every week. Every other week, you hear about 50 shootings, 75 shootings. I remember when Sandy Hook happened, and this is what I mean by black people. It ain't about black people not caring about other black people. It's about white people not giving two shits about black people because when Sandy Hook happened, everybody was like oh my gosh oh my gosh a woman from chicago wrote an article and said everybody mourns the death when a white kid is killed but nobody realizes that in chicago alone they had like 32 school shootings wait a minute they had 32 school shootings and nobody said nothing because who gives a shit about the black people ain't got nothing to do with black people caring about black people we talking about Children, schools getting shot up and nobody heard about it. But yet Sandy Hook, a very nice school, white kids, they get shot and killed. Not everybody is national news. They talk about gun reform policy, they talk about everything. But my point in comparison is, and this is as black people as a whole, black people, even if they don't appreciate what their people are because of whatever it means, the fact that the matter still remains. It's not a level playing field, but at the same time, we can't keep saying because when Sandy Hook happened, everybody felt sad. Blacks, whites, mixed, in between, everybody felt sad. But this woman was getting to the point. That's every day in Chicago. And the police force, the the mayor, nobody's doing anything but just saying, We gotta do better. We got what is doing better? You telling me 82 people get shot and nobody get arrested, nobody know nothing. The police know where to be found.
3: Oh, well, but it. see, but see, but again, see, that's what we talked about last week. Nobody getting arrested. Look, Greg, you already know. What's the, what's the code in the hood when it comes to police? Do you talk to the police? Let's Why keep, real. let's keep, let's keep it real. <coughs> we, have to, we have to go through all the way through. You are, you already know that the code in the hood is that you don't talk to the police. That's, 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 that's a, that's a mandate we put on ourselves. So therefore, how are the police going to be able to do their job in the wrong time
1: what you mean? That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> Don't know, you know what my professor told me? The best thing you can do when you interact with the police is say nothing. Cause they go find any way, shape, or form to make you a criminal. That was the number you ask any lawyer, they say, What's the number one thing you can do with the police, whether you did the crime or not? Don't talk to them unless your attorney president Because you know what happened when you talk to them? You get Central Park 5. No, you get not. all no, the other No, 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 no.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 over, we we oversensitized with that because look, the as jacked up as that stuff that happened the uh, the Central Park crew like that, we have to like what I'm talking what I'm talking about as far as not talking I'm talking about are there were there any witnesses because T'Challa and I walked about this last week are were there any witnesses to this crime you know what I'm saying there might have been somebody who's like you know yeah I saw it. Yeah, so, so did it, so, so did that doesn't happen though. Yeah, you, of don't, you, don't, you don't talk. You don't talk to police no, not because no. you not not because not because you're concerned about what the police want to do to you. You don't talk to police because you
1: are afraid of retaliation. No, you're absolutely correct. No, no, no. Okay, see now. Okay, no, you're 100 percent correct. If the police come, if I saw something, I am in fear of retaliation. But why am I more afraid of the gangs in the street than the police? Is because what happened? People come forward. They do their due diligence to try to clean up the streets, and the police is like, "Oh, we got all we needed. We got him in jail. Your family dead. So be it. Can't help you. We move on to the next one." That's one thing people talk about. People would feel more comfortable if they knew they have protection. But if I know such and such snitched on this guy, and now that guy end up dead or family tormented, and the police ain't doing nothing about it, what else? I'm just saying it's a two-way street, like, right? And that's what the police talk about. Police always talk about community cooperation and this, that, and the third. But if the gangs somehow got more power and influence than the police, would you be inclined to tell the police, hey, this is who did it, knowing that that person got another cop in their back pocket? I wouldn't feel safe. I wouldn't feel comfortable. But my thing is, this ain't just an opinion. This is stuff that's been written about, talked about. And displayed throughout American history with people snitching on people, and somehow there's a mole inside the precinct that's linking information. Now people then got death threats and and can't get witness protection and everything else. My thing is, and I and I and last week's topic is one that I wanted to talk about, but I couldn't because of some stuff. But you're right, it is a two-way street with the code of silence. It is. But my thing is when we're talking about all that's been going on, and like you said. Let uh, uh, Miss America get shot dead in Chirac right now. they go going to get all 13 people that, that that did it. But let Johnny, little Johnny Badass, get shot up. We're going to rely on some witnesses. My thing is, I've seen it happen even in my own neighborhood where I didn't have relatives murdered and nobody knows nothing. But then two people I went to school with, their parents get killed. They knew everything by the end of the day. So my point is, is what I'm talking about is, is it a level of interest that goes into finding or or catching the criminals of certain crime when it's perpetrated against people that look more like them? That's all I'm saying. Because when it's, I always joked, I'm like, why is it when white people get killed they find out everything, but yet when black people kill other black people that may be drug dealers or gang bangers, <laughs> we don't know nothing. I mean, uh. <laughs> Ooh, we ain't gonna
3: say nothing. I mean, I mean we, we I mean we gen we generally speaking here because I mean there's clearly you know unsolved cases for white people. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And, you know, there's of course. Not, there's not, there's unsolved cases for black people. But I think ultimately and from my perspective is, is that if you don't value yourself, then why would anybody else value you? You know what I'm saying? Like like I, I think that's I think that's like it, it's almost the same thing you see, like, you know. In schools, I mean, just to be completely honest, and even to the listener, I'm gonna let y'all know if you're not involved with your child's education, okay, those two a lot, a lot of them, not all teachers, I don't know what to say but there are some teachers that was like, you know what, this parent clearly don't care, so I'm not even gonna stress it, I'm not even gonna worry about that child because their mom and daddy don't care. So it's the same idea is that like if you, if you if you clearly don't care about your neighborhood. You clearly don't care about, you know, about about your your community. Then so why should we? You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to kill yourselves? Whatever, kill yourselves. Because 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 no, but look, but look, this, cop, this cop, cops cops want to go look. Cops want to go home to their families too. They want to go home it's to their families right. and be safe job, too. You know? So I, why why, why would I need to go lose
1: my life for a bunch of people who don't care who don't Yo, care about that's themselves? The problem. That's listen. It's like me being a doctor, and I'm like. He's morbidly obese since he didn't care about his weight.
2: I ain't go fix him. So what? That's bullshit. But hold on. But on. wait one second. You but where is the onus on your accountability? Like that is you. It is. I just said if I'm a doctor and I'm in a, a morbidly obese. No, no, no. The the individual's
1: accountability. The individual's accountability. That's my point. If, what I'm saying is accountability, is accountability. There's no such thing as group accountability versus individual. What I'm saying is if my profession calls for me to keep the peace in the neighborhood, that's what I'm called to do. That's not what they're called to do. They're called to protect. But think about it.
2: I can't say I'm a cop, but since they don't care, I don't care. But they're called to protect and serve. So it it does, come, and this is, I think, where Republicans Republicans and Democrats are very different. You have to have an individual accountability. Like, as yourself, what, what do you hold yourself accountable for? So I'm going to take it back real quick to Sandy Hook. The reason why Sandy Hook, Columbine, the, the large, um, oh, the one in Florida, I don't remember the name of it. The reason why they got so much media attention was because in those neighborhoods and in those schools, those type of things didn't happen. Whereas like you're talking about in Chicago, they're having all these shootings. It has become normalized. It is It is what it's is not happenstance in those communities. Does that make it right? No, it doesn't. However, the issue at hand is how do we change that? What are we doing to change the fact that when these things happen, that we have a larger response to it so that things don't get swept underneath the rug so that we are having a visceral reaction when 87 people are shot every weekend. It's ridiculous. Now, Going back to the 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 prior question that do, uh, that uh, Frank brought up was, what happens when people bring it up? We bring up black people bring up black on black
1: time. I think I can't hear. Yeah, you faded away. How about now? A little a little better. No, don't don't lie to. You. I can't hear that. I can hear a <laughs> little bit.
3: Would, uh, got got her hair, got her microphone from Big Live. <laughs> oh, oh, he, he was waiting. Can
1: you hear me now? Got
2: the,
0: yes. Got the, snitch, got the snitcher Barely. phones on I'm,
1: I'm on my computer. Um. Oh, you need to get a Mac.
2: Um, sir. Mind your business is what this is. <laughs> um, so yeah have a stance then, so I just lost my thought. What was the last thing I said, you guys? Oh, no, I can't. He, he muted. Okay, we're having issues today.
1: Listen. No, no, no. You were talking about the different neighborhoods, like Sandy Hook, the one in Florida, and Columbine. Why I got so much media attention? And but then- to bring it
2: back to the black-on-black crime, is, the, the fact of the matter is that people use that idea or that notion to help themselves feel better about if there is a systemic issue within the police force in the United States of America. Because if we can throw shade or we can throw thoughts or impact there, then we don't have to deal with the fact that these people who are supposed to protect and serve our communities, everyone, has an issue internally. And if that means that a police force can have an issue internally, then that means that any corporation, any organization can have a problem with racism or with implicit bias. That's why people bring up black on black crime. Do we need, I hate the black on black crime thing because we're only 5% more likely to kill one another than white people are. So it's if we're gonna talk about crime that are committed by the same race, let's just talk about crime. The difference between a crime and police shootings is that it's not committed by a civilian. Sorry.
1: Wow. No, you're good. But listen, but listen to what listen, this is what Brian, this is what Mr. Starling said. He said that even in the teaching world, you got some teachers who they see that if a parent doesn't take initiative with their own kid and kind of care less, then that teacher's gonna be like, I'm gonna show less focus and be careless too. Cause if they don't care enough about doing it, why should I? My thing is, you join a profession. I don't care what profession. Let's say you are a coach. As a coach, your job is to coach the kid. Even the kid who may not have the ambition, the drive, you still coach them. You don't just do say he wasn't, he, he didn't say he wasn't going to teach them. No, but, he didn't say he said they may be like, I'm not even gonna show that kid the focus because they ain't even got the drive. Their parents don't give a shit. So why should I? That's what he said. Rewind the clip. I know what he said. <laughs> Like don't hey hey Frank is, when you, Frank, when you rewind it, you go hear what he said. So basically what he said was if you are a police and the black people in that community do not care enough for their own people and stuff, why should they care? Oh, so I could just be a correctional officer and not care because they don't care because they incarcerate See, so
3: so this is so this is part of the problem. This is and this is going this is directed to what this. I believe Corey issue is. So now, what you're saying is, well, because you because you did an oath because you did this because you know you took this job, then that means you're supposed to be perfect you're supposed to let, you're supposed to be aligned with the values of the role that that you have taken now. that's the job problem. isn't it That's the problem we're not perfect. You have broken people in these positions. You have broken people at police officers. You got broken people as teachers. You got broken people as coaches. So in every aspect of this world, you got broken people in positions to be trying to lead people or have authority over certain people. So what's going to end up happening? You're going to have conflict. So therefore, what I'm saying is, is that am I I saying that it's right? No, I ain't saying it's right. It's still wrong. But what I'm saying is the reality of, of the situation is, is that when you have broken people, let's say in the case of a cop, you have, a, you have a broken cop okay when i say broken i mean spiritually broken you have a you have a cop who who, who is spiritually broken and he he doesn't even have regards for life and yeah he may look at like you know what i got mean, i got come i got you know patrol this neighborhood man forget this neighborhood i don't care nothing about this neighborhood look at his trash on the ground i got crackheads all over the place yeah i don't care nothing about this place you know what i'm saying i'm just trying to get home safe a teacher may look at like you know what I got, I got this classroom. I got 35 kids in this class. You know what I'm saying? I got, I got a little, little Kayshawn over here cutting up, acting a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, his mama, mama don't ever answer none of my phone calls. She'll ever come up here. She don't care nothing. You know what? Little Kayshawn could do whatever he want to do as long as he quiet. You want to sleep all day? Let him sleep. I could care less because I got all these other kids I got to worry about. And that's the reality of the situation. We can live in this euphoria and think that, oh, because this cop took his oath, he gonna, he, he gonna be, he's supposed to be perfect. Nah, let's drop that. Let's let us be completely cool. I mean, uh, be completely real. We know that's not how the world works. You put people in a position, you as a broken person in that position, and what do broken people do? They
1: do broken things. Okay, so, um, so, so let me ask you a question, Brian. Did you become a teacher and teach because you loved and was passionate about it, or did you do it because it, it bring you money? Because it again, it's I'm, a good
3: I'm, Look, look <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to ask that question real quick for you. Look. Before I became a teacher, before I became a teacher, I was a teaching aide. I was making $12 an hour. The principal said, you are really doing these kids. Have you ever thought about teaching? I said, I ain't never thought about teaching. He's like, look, I can get you an emergency certification where you get paid like a teacher as long as you go into school. I was like, how much does a teacher get paid? Well, here you get $35,000. What you think I did? What you think? I, I I'm, I'm I got to work. I'm already doing. I'm already here at the school working with the kids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course I took the money, and then my love for it came as I worked. So you can you so the so same the same rule may apply when it comes to a cop.
1: But listen, what you just said you already you took a job making twelve dollars an hour. It means you had to have some kind of love for it, right? You said you make a $12 of the teacher in the right? Well, a whole lot of options. There wasn't a whole lot of options. Let's get real. dollars well, an hour. Back, back then, $12,000 an hour, that was decent. That I was know, decent but that's, but that's the point I'm getting at. What I'm saying is there's difference between people who take a job because it's a job versus people who take a job because they want to make a difference. You didn't take that job because it was 50000 a year or 100000 You took it because you were good at it. You had a great skill set for it. And eventually, like you said, it came along. So why not seize that opportunity? Like you said, $12 was good money, but to some people, it would have been like, $12? What I'm saying is some people fall into positions like cops or whatever field you look at that shouldn't be there, and if they shouldn't be there, then that's what we call the bad apples because that's why the shit is happening. You're right. If little Tyrone or Jaquan or Becky or Brittany or whoever's in class cutting up and not listening, I get why people don't... Sh- I know that. That's that's what I'm, I know that. What I'm saying is as a whole... It's one thing about the educational side, but it's another thing when you're talking about. I'm just simply saying this: if all this stuff is happening in these neighborhoods that we can pinpoint as hotspots for certain violence, okay, so pretty much they're saying, "Do whatever you want in that area." We just gonna step back.
2: That's not what they're saying. But when does your community? When? When do? So again, when do individual families and individual communities help one another? Like. And this is where some of my, my views are going to be different. My view is, is that you have to do some work on your own, period. And I'm going to rewind the tape back on you. Because earlier in the in this call, you said, hold on, I wrote it down because I thought of you. You said sometimes we, when our boss tells us to do something, when you're talking about the shooting of Blake, like we have a delayed response and we'll get to it when we get to it. That's the same thing with every job. So whether whether you're a police officer, like you can't pick and choose what positions you have a delayed response for or it's okay for you to have a delayed response for. So is it okay for the police officer to have a delayed response? And if it is, why isn't it okay? And if it's not, then why is it okay for there to be a delayed response somewhere
1: else? We're talking about my comment earlier where I spoke on the fact that it's not normal for people to comply and it's not normal for people to be submissive. You're absolutely correct. I stand true to that. What we're talking about is, hey, there was a, there's 87 shooting this weekend. Hey, police force, what are we going to do about it next weekend? It's not, it's not just the police force, though. It so, is so, not. Okay, so if it ain't the police force, what are the civilians in that city? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure the woman living in the brownstone ain't like, I'm cool with it. What can she do? She can go to the
2: town hall meeting and speak to the people Ex- No, power. exactly what Brian is talking about. And Brian called me to task for. What can happen is when you see something, you say something. And we don't. Like last week, I was all about, yeah, mm, for my safety sake, I'm probably not going to say something. And I still hold true to that. I gonna lie and try to change it now. I probably would not say anything <laughs> out of my own safety. But I have to own the fact that it affects my, I am co- affecting my own community. I'm doing that. I'm making my community less
3: than by not opening my mouth. Yeah, my we, friend, we just, we just, we just got, we, we, we just gotta look, we just got to get off this kick, man, and keep blaming white people for all of our issues. Like, it's frustrating, man. It, it's, it's very frustrating for me because... We, us four, we can have a conversation about the issue that's in the black community. And I don't think any of us would actually deny that. The thing is, is that the minute that a white person does something, okay, to one of us, then we're up in arms. Why? Because we're still, we're still connected to the idea that we're victims. Okay. So the, so the situation that happened in Wisconsin, that was messed up. But like I heard Judge Josh talking about why didn't he comply? Why did and that right there? And I, I specifically had a conversation um, with one of our uh, uh, administrators about this issue a few years ago um, about compliance. Like there is a there is a problem. There is a huge problem in our schools right now where kids do not want to comply to authority. Okay, you see that at a small age, and it gets worse as a kid as kids get older, and it perpetuates to the point to the point to where it's like. I don't have to listen to you. I'm gonna do what I want to do. It's kind of like when he walked away from. What did that? What did? What did he think was going to happen? You know what I'm saying? Like, wait, like, did you think that the matter was going to be a good ending? You know what I'm saying? Like, we have to be smart about things. If you know that there's, a, if you truly do believe that there's an issue with police killing black men, I'm sorry. If I'm f- afraid of something. I'm not going to push the button. I'm not going to fan the fire. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I can lose my life. So back to my analogy I used about pit bulls. If I truly believe that this pit bull can bite me, guess what? I'm not going to kick it in his mouth. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to throw a rock at it when, when it's, when, when it's, You know what I'm saying? I, I'm not going to do that because I, I already have that fear. And so when you're just walking away from a cop and the cops telling you to stop, then you, what you're doing is you're saying, is like, I, ain't, I don't care nothing about what you got to say to me. I'm not afraid of you. So therefore, is it really a concern that we have about cops, uh, police brutality and all that stuff? Or do we have an issue with authority?
2: I think it could be both though, Brian. I think that you have cases where it isn't about um, wanting to exhibit that I control the situation or the narrative, or I can do what I want to do. But I think there are definitely some cases where there has where there have been, and, I think have there, been. and there, on the other hand, there are some where Philando Castile should not have been killed. Philando Castillo, no, no. when he said he had a gun, he should have been removed from the car. He should have been pat down. They should ask for the firearm. You know what I mean? Before you asked him to grab or for his license or anything. So yeah, I yeah, think
3: that, it can but, be. yeah, you're right. That situation, yes, absolutely. That was that, and, and even George Floyd, he should not have been right. killed. Like, like none, none of these people should have been unarmed. None of them should be kids, should have been killed. Right. Okay. So, like, don't, like, like, so I don't want anybody to take my words and be like, no, you're saying it's okay. No, I'm not saying it's okay. And it's wrong. Like, it's wrong all, all out. All I'm saying is the same way as I would, I would teach my boys specifically, if a cop tells you to do something, do it. That reflects the same thing. If your teacher tells you to do something, do it. Right. But this whole idea of, like, I ain't got to listen to you, that stuff started way before way before adulthood. That idea that I ain't gotta listen to you started way before that adulthood. You have you have kids who grow up to be grown people who look at cops the same way they look at their teachers, the same way they look at their principals, their deans, or whatever. I ain't gotta listen to you. You ain't gonna do nothing. That whole sit, that whole situation. You know how many times I've seen that. Where a principal tells somebody to go sit down or, or whatever, and they just walk right past the principal like, you ain't going to do nothing to me? It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Now, should the cop, cop had shot this dude up in the back? No, he shouldn't have shot him. But again, back to my original point, here, he's walking to the car. What's this dude going for? I done told this dude to, to, to stop or whatever, and he's still walking to his car. What is he about to pull out? You know what I'm saying? And so it's so it's like we, we have to we have to have some type of empathy to understand it. like put yourself in that cop's shoes. How would how would that play out for you?
0: Oh I said how, it on how you that situation. Oh, I said on Facebook, I would have shot him. I'm sorry, I said that I got a lot of backlash for it. I would have shot him. Because you don't know just dealing with incorrections, you know, I know it's not like being an officer, but just being in the heat of the moment, you don't know you don't you kind of get tunnel vision and you think the worst. You know, because everybody say, oh, I would do this. I would do that. No, when you're in a heat moment, it's been scientifically known that your body reacts in a certain way within a certain time frame. You have like 13 seconds. I forgot. Some adrenaline rush, but you got like 13 seconds or something. And that heat of the moment, you don't know how you're going to act because you're so focused in tunnel vision on this one subject and you're already angry. So your emotions are up. He's he's um, not complying. He's not listening to you. Basically, he's saying, F you, blowing you off. He's going to the car. You don't know. What's, like you said, you don't know what he's grabbing for. Now I'm thinking, man, it's either your life or my
2: life. I also think that if the perception I'm getting about the video, because I didn't see it, if they let him go around the vehicle, like if he's starting to head toward the car, you have time to actually have another tactical response if you have more than one officer.
1: Like I, like I said, when I saw the video with was on World Start on Accident because like I said, I was like clicking on all the videos I was bored. And like I said and like I said earlier in the show like I said, I personally believe that and I, and I said it before, I don't know what was going through his head. I don't know if he was giving commands how to do X, Y, and Z and he said to hell with y'all. Like I said, I didn't I don't know none of that. But what I do know is, is and and Frank brought up this point about correction. <clears throat> about correction is the fact that you don't know what somebody's going to do at any given second. So error on the side of caution. And even if that's the truth, even after erring on the side of caution, what happened? They found a knife in the vehicle. They didn't say where. So my thing is, and like uh, you were Santa Car is. We, we don't know if they had time to use other methods because when I watched the video, I don't know if he pulled the gun out when he went around the car, if the gun was already out. I don't know because I didn't, I didn't go back and watch it twice. I was like, ah, hell no. Nah. I ain't trying to watch this twice. But what I'm saying is, and people would talk about using other tactics and so forth. I don't know. Did he have time to use a taser? Maybe. Did he pull the gun out after he opened up the car door? I don't know. But the way I look at it is, and people say it's about comply and obey but that goes back until my point earlier is it's not that's not something that's normal it's not something that's normal because like that's the example that i gave earlier where people are told to do stuff and they do it on their own accord and like i said i went to uh privilege to go to both public school and private school and the private school i went to was actually rated one of the top three schools in the state of ohio and i seen more illegal crap happening there than at my public school, but the fact of the matter is since they were in a private school, like my morality teacher, her daughter was selling weed and, and took weed to a uh, religious retreat, but nothing happened. It was the craziest thing. She was selling weed brownies <laughs> to the other, I'm not lying. I swear to God, my morality... Think about it. Morality teacher's daughter selling weed brownies to the kids, but the point I'm getting at is you have those same kids in private school or white kids doing the same thing black kids are doing, but yet the difference is the white kid do it, it's like, uh, mm. but the black kid do it, it's oh hell no, nah. he ain't shit, he ain't gonna be shit, the hell with him, forget about him. And that's my thing. Just like the the, the young boy who went across state lines with that gun. <laughs> Dead wrong, but guess what? Everybody found an excuse for him. Black people don't get those excuses because my thing is, like y'all said, Philel Castillo, he shouldn't have been killed, but he's killed. Tamir Rice shouldn't have been killed, but he killed. And there's other people, Oscar Grant, you know. Hell, even still, we're debating the Breonna Taylor issue. So my thing is, and Frank, no, because we both were in in corrections, let's hypothetical with this, Frank. How many uses of force you didn't have? Good amount.
0: Yeah, Texas,
1: yeah. So just imagine this. Tell me if I'm right or wrong. As correctional officer, we're dealing with people who has been sentenced for murder, rape, arson, some pretty badass dudes, right? Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Okay. So that same person we escort in, put them in their room, and they talking about they go kill us, kill our kids, and all kind of crazy. We ain't heard it all. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now we got to be out on the yard with that person. Okay. No way. Okay. Now watch this, friend. You better laugh. That same person said it's going to kill you, this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 blah. Damn, they walk past
0: you. What's up, man?
1: And they say, I'm about to kill you right now. And you, and mind you, we don't see no weapon. Nope. You start beating the shit out of them. <laughs> watch this. What's about to ha- Watch this, Frank. What's about to happen to you? What's that? I said, after that whole situation that happened, and they call you up to the office, and they review footage, and they say, why did you beat the heck out of such and such? What you going to say? Oh, man. he
0: man, I'll make him some bullshit. You know, he... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. he, he straight up. You want to know the truth?
1: Okay, but my point is, after <laughs> you tell him he said all this, yeah, he threatened and, me, they yeah. Documented and everything. If there was no weapon recovered, and they look at that video, and you beat the hell of him, what you finna get?
0: Oh, man.
1: Suspended. Suspended
0: with, without... Yeah, oh, man.
1: But My point is... Hey, I ain't gonna lie he though. Can. I ain't gonna lie though. That's
0: no. hey I I hear what you say on that example, but I would have planned some trust me, you already know how it goes. I'll plant some shit nah, on this. i you, you already know. know see, how it and, goes. That, and
3: that right there, and that right there proves that it's not a black and white issue. It's not a black and white issue. Because Frank would have done the same, He's saying he said he would have done the same thing. If he knew no, that I'm he did
1: something, he wanna make it a black know. and white <laughs> issue. I
3: just
1: said black and white.
3: I didn't say nothing about black and no, white. No, but, but, like, but like when we make yeah. about this whole police thing, we talk about these white about police protocol. officers doing
1: this. We to talk listen. about protocol. That's what I just said. <laughs> protocol. My example was we don't know if Frank was really in imminent danger. And that's why he decided to, uh, you know, put down the individual that says go kill his family. We never know what he was fearing. And he's dealing with a person who's a double murderer. My point is, even like with police, we would never know, but the fact is certain protocols need to be implemented so that won't happen.
0: That is true. That's
1: all I was that at. is true. Yep. I didn't say nothing about black, white dude. I just simply said if there are other protocols that could be taken to help lessen the situation because the difference is we don't know. Like I said, what if they would have said uh, on a body cam footage they never told him to stop. And the moment they told him to stop is when he opened up the door and that's when they shot him. Damn. We don't know. We got a video. The video I saw was from like a second floor window, I think, or somebody's porch. So my point is, we haven't seen video footage that said they yelled to him to stop three times, seven times. He took off, punched one, ran into the. All I'm saying is, could there be protocols to be set up to help combat some of these issues that goes on? Because, like I said, if I was in that situation, I probably could have done the same thing, but. Like I said before, I speak in terms of I don't know what happened. It was unfortunate. Yeah. I don't. <clears throat> damn.
0: You know what? That's a subject we could talk about. We can go on and on and on and on and on and on, and on for it. We are at a, oh my goodness, hour hour twenty five minutes hey, but hold on, yeah.
3: hold on, Frank, hey Frank, hold on for a second before you transition to something else. Yeah. I want to to ask Greg something here. What's so up, Greg, bro? so that that situation, the dude came, uh, the police came over because of the domestic violence situation, right?
1: No, it was a, He had an arrest warrant for a domestic violence, but somebody called said it was a disturbance going on. Yes, the, the
0: two white women were fighting. That's what okay. It so yeah, so it, it was some it was some type of issue
3: going on, whatever. So I'm just curious, of what you think? What you think about this situation? So here in Indianapolis, um, a plea, uh, there was a call for domestic violence in this apartment. Uh, one the the first officer that got there on the scene, you know, went up to the apartment door. Okay. And I think they they knocked on the door, or whatever, and somebody shot through the door and killed the killed the cop. Damn. What's, mm-hmm. your thought, what, what's your thought on that?
1: It's unfortunate. Like you just said, he knocked on the door and got shot and killed. Like damn. Now, that, now, now,
3: watch this. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. So there is a real fear, okay, as a police officer when you're coming out here trying to do the right thing, right? And so, like. We we can't ignore the. F- yes, they signed up for this, but fear is fear. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like like you you had you have you have casualties of war that was from friendly fire. Why? A lot of times it was fear. Like I didn't I you know, I, I, I heard a sound. I started shooting. You know what I'm saying? We don't hear about that, but it happens. You know what I'm saying? Because fear is real. People want to go home back to their families. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so like th- th- this is this is what this is what this is what's
0: crazy though. So hold on, I don't know if y'all can see it on this video. Y'all y'all yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was um, that was last okay. year, right? No, this is April. Oh, right. she's a woman with the daughter.
3: Yes, yes. Right. yeah, right. black, black woman got shot and killed. You'll hear yeah. nothing about it within the black community. You'll hear not a word about it. I remember that. You know, not a word about it. We talk about Breonna Taylor and all that stuff, whatever. We don't hear a word about the fact. Hold on, this is real. See, we back, we back we backwards. It, it doesn't make any sense. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If we about black lives, be about black lives too, even when they cops. You know what I'm saying? We we need we need to be completely consistent on our views on these things. We can't be so sensitive and emotional about every little thing because like we we just going down rabbit holes.
0: Damn, I do remember that. Yeah, that's yes, I remember reading that article this past year. Yes, it was in April. Yeah, she just had a, she had a um a young I want to say a little she had a little girl or a little girl. Like five, yeah,
3: because yeah. I, I think because I, I think uh, before she became a cop, she was a correctional officer. Yeah. She used to she used to work in a, pri- a women's prison, and like uh like help take care of like you know or like helped like you know the prisoners who have babies and stuff like that. And they ended up naming naming that little facility yeah. after her. Um, yeah, she had a little
1: baby, like you know.
0: Two, one or two years old. That news died quick. I remember just sitting like for a few yeah. days, and then no. it disappeared.
1: Oh no. man! Dude, I didn't even hear about it. What are you talking it, about? It was, an, it was, no, it was. That's it was, what I'm saying. It,
0: it was in Indianapolis. I remember it's all on my Facebook. My sister was posting it. I remember reading about that. My mom was talking about it. Damn man, I remember that. Damn, was it April?
3: So I mean, I mean, even here in the city, like I mean, it, it hit the news for a little bit, and then you know, I think after they buried her, it was it. That was done.
0: It was over. with fellas we can go on the subject you know man damn, I just remember that that's crazy because I remember that article right there kind of hit me man yeah Greg we're kind of touching on stuff we were talking about last week also and that was good man um, I want to segue over to another topic but that will be at least another hour episode and we're going to save that one we're going to save that one Um, that was good that was good Greg um, I feel like you still have a lot more in the tank that you want to say <laughs> i just feel it you know you and brian y'all get together y'all start and then takara come in and say her piece um i'm digging it man but there's a lot of things i just was wanting to hit on though and um you guys hit the key um, points and there's still so much myself like a, there's like three hours worth but i'm not gonna hold you guys up today it's saturday you need to go enjoy it um fall times around the corner you listen to the ben frank now show Taping Sunday with Stallings. I think we're going to go ahead and wrap it up here, guys, you know, and we'll talk off air, maybe talk about our next show. But, um, Stallings, anything you want to say, man, um, to the listeners and all the crazy stuff that's going on, and the politics? I know you, like you said last week, you're not a politic guy, which I totally respect that. But I feel like we're we're, we're, we're becoming, um, we're becoming divided, you know, and anything you want to say to your listeners out there, bud?
1: You know what, man? We, we've been. What you say, I thought you said something about Stalin not liking politics and not getting into that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's talking he's talking. Go ahead, Stalin.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I think you posted this on
3: Facebook and talking about like I think you t- it said it said something like, like don't fight over two old white men who wouldn't fight over you and or, or something like yeah, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. I mean, I mean that right there is kind of my my idea when it comes to politics. It's because, you know, there's nothing in like Biden or um, or uh, Donald Trump is going to do that's going to make my life any better or worse. Exactly. Um, you know this whole politics thing, this whole race thing, like it, it's fucking And It's diverting us from the real issues that we got going on. And y'all know as, as what my view is on that. Um, you know, but like it's it's just one of those things. that it's, you know, people you know, left and right. You know, going straight to hell, not because, not because they're they not because they was a republican, not because they it they, uh, they was white, you know what I'm saying, but because they 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 relationship with Christ, so it's like, um, you know, the the, the matter the matter that we'll be going through and fighting over is just is just diverging. So, but anyways, man, yeah, I appreciate these, listening, these listening, you, know, listening, you know, each week. Um, again, I gotta keep on my keep on doing. Uh, Thanking you for the, for the platform. You know, that's um, amazing. For a guy like me, like, this kind of gets therapeutic a little bit. Like, stuff in my heart and on my mind. Like, you know, I'm gonna bring that up. Next week. So, I appreciate the, the opportunity. You know, appreciate, you know, to Carl coming back on, uh, being a consistent. Yeah. I appreciate G yeah. being back. back. Yeah, feel uh, a weird last like, like, year. Yeah,
0: keep it going, keep it going. There you go. The man himself, Mr. Brian Stallings, on Sunday with Stallings. Takara, Greg, anything you want? Any closing remarks? Y'all need to get some new earpieces, man. mouth. <laughs> I can hear. I'm just trying to be polite
1: and
2: wait. What did he say? I wanted you to go first. Like Okay, meant- well,
1: then say that.
2: Okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. So, um, no, I think that Brian definitely enjoys talking
3: about politics more than he knows. Um, <laughs> I'm, but, not into I'm not into it. I can talk about it. Uh-huh. I'm not, uh-huh. I, mean, I, I, keep myself, I keep myself in the loop of what's not going on you know have a conversation about it. But am I sitting here watching MSNBC or CNN or Fox like to see what Trump did? The, no, I
2: don't care about that stuff. Right. Gotcha. Um, No, I think that everyone should have a productive, happy week and try to find something positive out of the week, even when it gets tough. So, thanks for allowing me to be on you guys and sharing your time with me or allowing me to share my viewpoint.
0: Well, we want you, like I said, you're always welcome. You know, you're part of the the, uh, Sunday installers. I'm I'm one of the fellas,
2: too, because I can't even get the correct adjective (laughs) pronoun.
0: But yeah, we'll definitely be oh. hitting each other up throughout the t- throughout the week. You like how we text back and forth that we don't hear about, we do hear from them to like Thursday and Friday. You notice know a trend, right? You'll text on Monday, but we don't hear back to from them to Thursday. <laughs> and Greg had to thank, text me like six o'clock in the morning, which is three o'clock my time. So it's like, <laughs> but it's all good though. Um, I'm
2: just trying to fit it all in. Yes. like I, I'm trying to.
0: Good deal. Yeah. We know we love you here, man, and you're always welcome and. You know, your list, listeners want to hear you and what are you going to say? Let it be known. So we thank you. Greg, any final thoughts?
1: You like when I write you all those stories and stuff? I'll be finding <laughs> the I do.
0: I do. But give me, give me, I read. You know what I'm saying? i uh, give me, give me something to read about. And then, yeah, give me something to read about and give me something to, um, keep stirring a pot on Facebook about like I've been this whole week. So yeah, I really do enjoy it, man. But
1: No, it, but for real, I like yeah. this group. I like the conversations. Hopefully we can have some more. Um I felt like it was short today, but I know my daughter running around yelling at me. That's why I keep muting my phone. Oh, that's all good, man. It's Saturday man. You know what? Yeah. But um I appreciate the conversation. Like Brian said, it's kind of like therapy almost where you can kind of vent some of your frustrations, have yeah. a honest debate and obviously I've been more active with responding back to people on your post and stuff just to kind of pick yes. people's brains and so forth. But uh you know, I enjoy this. I'm glad we can keep it going and uh can't wait for next week's topic.
0: Yeah, maybe next week's topic can be how women judge men. That might be, that might how women view men. The the, the 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 real the reality versus the myth. I think that might be a good <laughs> subject right there. Yeah. Got to With three
2: men on the no, podcast. <laughs> I'm
0: about another, oh, no, I ain't gonna do that. Um I'm neutral, I stay back. I gotta like stir the pot though. See, so you
3: gotta you gotta be very strategic about about how you're gonna <laughs> panel together. You need to get you uh you need to get you a single white woman, a single black woman, and you know well, the single single, single
0: Wow. Man. There you go find me, find me some females that's willing to come on the show If you're listening to the show, you want to get on the show and talk Let's do it You know, the platform's open I know there's a lot of people like to say shit on Facebook But when we get them, the microphone to talk Ain't nobody reaching out I'm starting to notice that
1: Yeah, there's been a couple people I say can
2: come on the podcast But they know where to be found Yeah
1: Little <laughs> chicken shit. I just
2: think I think that y'all need to take a picture with these kids That y'all been taking care of while y'all been doing this podcast I think that is Hacker important. My daughter over here playing with stuff, man. She. <laughs> hmm. I almost looked at my phone up to take a picture at one point, and I thought, ah, they might think that's weird. But you know, I look at this little girl. She over here just driving daddy crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my well, you know what? Hey, y'all, be careful this weekend. Enjoy it. The last August, I mean, the last yeah, the last Saturday in August, man. So, yep. hey, man, it's been good. Fall time is knocking around the corner, huh? Maybe football season will get back on. Um, rest in peace, Black Panther. It's been a bad 2020. You know, it's been a sad one. it um, awful, man. Yeah, happy bir- happy belated birthday, Kobe Bean bright. You know, um, to all those that have lost someone special out there, it doesn't matter um, who you are. You know, God bless you. Um, it- it's been a bad year, you know. So, I don't mean – Just keep your head up, all right? So, hey, we love you all. Be safe. Take care of one another. And wear your damn mask. We out.
1: And No question. Be (laughs) safe, bro. Y'all have a good one. All right, y'all. All
0: right.